celebrating classics and creating new ones. Only on the Music Vibes Podcast. Now, here's your host, DC Hendrix. And welcome into the Music Vibes Podcast. I am your host, DC Hendrix. Pleasure being with you guys. If you notice the title in the description, yes, happy 420. It's time to celebrate what is a new national holiday in 420. Broadcasting live, very excited. I'm out here in Constantine, Michigan, broadcasting live at the Prosper Cannabis Company. I'm going to be joined by a couple of big top dogs out here at the company, and I want to appreciate them, by the way, before we even get started for having me out here. Really appreciate them for letting me broadcast live for 420 out here at the Prosper Cannabis Company. All kinds of specials for you to come check out today. And of course, there's free tacos, big time celebration, there's surprises, mystery giveaways. And all kind of stuff out here. Prosper Cannabis Company in Constantine, Michigan. So in just moments, we're going to talk to my good friends Dom and John Babcock from the Prosper Cannabis Company. We're going to replay my interview from last year with the one and only Wiz Khalifa. Of course, it's 420, and I know he's out celebrating today. So I want to re-release that interview with Wiz as the original interview was on video. So I'm going to re-release it. My good buddy Dan Epstein of Rolling Stone is going to be joining me as well to talk about the best stoner songs of all time. As today is a national holiday and is celebrated by many with music. And that's why I'm doing this podcast once again and talking about the love of music behind this national holiday celebration. All right, so DC Hendricks here. I'm here at Prosper here in Constantine, Michigan, and I'm here with a couple of guys getting this business started. First of all, I walk in and I got to say this is absolutely homey. It is a very comfortable place, and I want to make sure that everyone comes out and checks it out. But I'm here with a couple of guys. Go ahead and introduce who you are and who I'm joined by. Uh, I'm Dominic I am. I'm the Chief Visionary Officer here at Prosper and Fawn River Cannabis Company. I've uh, been in the business a minute. Uh, you know, just got started here recently, but I've, I've been a marijuana advocate for over 30 years. And I'm John Babcock, and um, Dom and I are both uh, equal partners in the company. And um, I guess if you want to know how this all started, it's it's a bit of a story. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want it all. Yeah, so I want the whole we'll, thing. We'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> it's just I hope you got uh, plenty of plenty of room. Uh, I do. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. It, and Dom will jump in on some of this because some of this started prior to, to me. So Dom was partnered up with my brother and they started talking about when the cannabis industry came into Michigan. Back in 2017, they started talking about uh, uh, getting together in a cultivation and retail operation uh, here in Constantine. And about a year later, uh, about the summer of 2018, Dom and my brother uh, were looking for some investors. I've known Dom since I was in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he and my brother were working on this, and uh, so we're like, heck yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll invest <laughs> in this. And you know, I had to ask my wife two or three times just to make sure, but she was all about it. But anyway, they started working on the project and getting some of the original blueprints going on the facility. I started getting a little more involved uh, later in 2018, early 2019, and then uh, in the summer of 2019, my brother passed away unexpectedly, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, Dom and I, you know, started talking a little bit. You know, we wanted to see if we could actually just, you know, he and I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of finish what my brother started. Absolutely. And uh, Dom and I had known him, each other for a long time. And so we kind of started working on a business plan. And and then uh, so over the winter of 2019, we worked on all that. In January of, of 2020, we started meeting with a few people to see if anybody else thought we had a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it all see, kind of, see if you were crazy. Yeah. You know, I wanted to make we sure. Are crazy. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> we're crazy. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, so then, you know, we got a little more serious about like, getting involved with this and uh, getting this thing going. And uh, we pulled the trigger middle of 2020 mm-hmm. and started uh, construction. 
and it's been a long construction process. Uh, oh, imagine. 20 I mean, months in construction. Yeah, I was going to say, how COVID, was that? How was that? I mean, obviously 2020 was one of those years where, I mean, that's a scary year to start a business. How was that for you guys getting started? It was brutal. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. There was a lot of setbacks, you know, due to COVID and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we were we were bound and determined to see it through. Mm-hmm. And so we finally made it through the other side. That's right. And here we are. You know, we had to be determined because there was a lot of setbacks along the way. Actually, D.C., even... Uh, in uh, the middle of it all, we had a referendum here in Constantine where they, some of the people got together, a few, very few people of the city got together and, and started a referendum to mm. keep recreational marijuana out wow. of the city of Constantine. Wow. And uh, so we knocked doors, we went door to door. We, uh, you know, we kind of did grassroots effort to keep marijuana here in Constantine. Mm-hmm. And we won the vote by 85% of the people of this city well, the village, they called a village here, mm-hmm. uh, voted to keep marijuana in the city of Constantine, which was a shock even to us how many people really wow. wanted us here. And it's, you know, it's a tribute to what people, you know, a lot of people believe in marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, it's the, the stigma is kind of off of marijuana, mm-hmm. you know, even in small towns like this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, coming up and obviously anyone that's listening right now knows at this point, um, especially after hearing the interview with Wiz Khalifa, they know pretty much we're in full support of, you know, the cannabis business. And obviously, like, it's a business that's growing, you know, each and every day across, I mean, everywhere, not even just in Michigan, Southwest Michigan, but I mean, the entire United States. Um, there's South Dakota just got their bill passed yesterday. So it's it's getting everywhere. But just focusing on Prosper, what were you guys looking for, you know, with this business, with Prosper? What were you guys trying to aim for in the cannabis industry? Really educating people about marijuana, the proper way to use marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. When you get inside, you'll be able to check out some of the stuff that we have that kind of sets us apart. Mm-hmm. But we're a lot about educating people about mm-hmm. marijuana, uh, the, the different types of, of ways to use marijuana, mm-hmm. as well as the different kind of effects that marijuana can have on people. Yeah, I mean, Dom basically quarterbacked the, uh, the educational piece for mm-hmm. Prosper, which is a kind of primary piece of Prosper. Um, you know, we had been over a week. We saw, you know, um, gosh, three, four hundred people last weekend. Um, wow. But, uh, um, you know, we saw a range from early 20s to mid 70s. And, um, you know, the educational component of, you know, having the right experience in trying to meet the needs of the customer was incredibly important to us. We mm-hmm. feel like not a lot of people are spending the time talking to the customers to make sure they're properly matched. And like any other industry, we want to make sure that people are getting the desired response um, so that they don't have a bad experience. We don't lose customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we believe that they're, that the plant can provide a lot of um, positive for people for different needs, various recreational being one of them, mm-hmm. but so many other, you know, sleep aid, uh, pain, pain management, mm-hmm. some other stuff, people came in and- Nausea, uh, wide anxiety. Yep. And uh, one of the things is a part of the education component, one of the things we offer here that's completely different than most places uh, that we're aware of, but we do have two dedicated consultation rooms. We call them cancelt rooms because mm. our uh, people are not bud tenders; they're cannabis sultans, can sultans. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can come in here and ask for a very private and discreet um, consultation um, with one of our uh, provisioning managers here at Prosper, or leads or assistant managers, mm-hmm. to where you can have maybe some more private. A conversation about what you're really looking for mm-hmm. before you even get to the provisioning floor. So you're not in front of a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. You can, um, and I and I saw some of this stuff happening last weekend. It was just how it all came together it was really really awesome for Dom and I. It was like you know over three years to to the mm-hmm. day you know to coming to this day, and it was uh, it was pretty incredible to kind of see it all come together. So. Uh, very proud of, of what we've done here. And we don't want people to think that this is a stodgy place to come. And, we, you know, we know that cannabis can be fun and recreational, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're happy to tell people, you know what, you're interested in listening to music. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a great strain for you or, you know, a great edible for you to mm-hmm. listen to music or write or explore mm-hmm. nature. You know, any kind of stuff, you know, that can, we just want people to understand that, you know, in the name Prosper, you know, we want your life. We want it to be fulfilling, you know, and we want to help you achieve that. Yeah, and obviously, as we know, anybody that, you know, doesn't use it or anybody that uses it knows, 
you know, there are strains that are, you know, used, like, like you said, for different reasons. Like you said, anxiety. There's tons of different reasons why you could come see you guys. And I love that you guys are focused more on the educational part of it because, you know, everyone can say, OK, well, we're a cannabis distributing company, but no one can say that they have, you know, a staff of experts that can literally educate you on the spot before you even know. And it can help you find out what you need. And that's what stood out for me with you guys. When I seen the press release, I was like, well, these guys are serious. You know, these guys are really trying to help, you know, the community and figure out another way. Cause you know, people are using, like you said, I mean, there's people that are using it for cancer, right? You know, it's, it's a medicine. And that's why, you know, it's very monumental, you know, to have businesses like you guys. So go ahead and tell us exactly, um, you know, some of the products that you guys have right now that people, you know, may be able to get any specials that you guys, because I know you're just getting started out. Um, what can you tell, you know, any listeners or viewers right now uh, what they can expect there at Prosper? Well, we've got uh, three tiers of our of marijuana strains. We try to keep it, you know, we've got about 15 strains on hand at all times, right? Five, we got three tiers. We've got our platinum tier. Mm-hmm. We've got a silver tier and we've got a gold tier. I guess I didn't say those in order correctly, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not as comfortable on the radio as you are. <laughs> but uh, and we also have our emerald tier, which we don't. We just kind of rotate all of our our stuff in and out. You know, we we try to find stuff that people are happy with. We like to think that we're kind of a uh, a flower house, mm-hmm. right? We only are trying to sell the best flower out there, right? Mm-hmm. We do have budget minded uh, alternatives, but really we want people to come here because they love the flower selection. So I would advise anybody that wants to check out what we got, come in or check out our website at www.prospermj.com. Uh, or feel free to stop up here at 621 Industrial Drive, Constantine, and check us out. We've got all kinds of specials. The, ch- the specials change every day. Um, our prices are very competitive. You can mm-hmm. check us out on Weed Maps. I've seen that. I've and, seen uh, that you know, we A lot of people, what we're trying to do is get people to come through the door and experience marijuana, whether you're a marijuana veteran mm-hmm. or you're, you're new to marijuana. We, mm-hmm. we got something for everybody here. Yeah, I'm looking over at the specials, and I, I can't help but see Khalifa Kush on there. So, That's right. I mean, just just made my entire day, guys. I mean, what's to lay out the rest of my day? Um, yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, obviously, and you guys, like you said, can check out the website. So, what are you guys' hours right now uh, here at Prosper? Right now, we're open uh, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 8 p.m. All right. And the uh, address for everyone, if they want to come check it out themselves, obviously, there's going to be... We're going to get some people lined up at the door for you. So what's the address for people to come check it out? 621 Industrial Drive, Constantine, Michigan, 49042. Check it out on Google Maps or, or iMaps or wherever you want to. We'd love to see you. We'd love to have anybody down here to check us out. We hope we can make you a repeat customer. If you got any questions, our, our staff is happy to answer anything. You know, it's the one crazy thing about this place is you actually have to be a pot smoker to work here. Mm-hmm. We don't hire anybody yeah, we who can't doesn't have product knowledge. Nah. If you don't have product knowledge, yeah. we can't, you know, we want we want people on the other side of the counter to be able to tell you exactly what you get. You always get a heartfelt answer from our consultants because they know about the products. They get to test the products. So, you know, we're always looking for good talent, too. Yeah, we're real easy to find. Um, you know, we're five minutes north of the Indiana Toll Road, Middlebury exit, you just mm-hmm. come north on 131. Uh, we're just a mile off of 131, uh, just off of Constantine. Very, very easy to find us. Very discreet location. We're in the industrial park. We have a tremendous amount of parking. Um, you know, right now we have uh, in-store visits, but we also have online ordering. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably in the next few weeks, we'll have pre-order pickup. So you can actually order online and you'll get a notification and we have a drive up window nice. and you just pay and go. You don't even have to come in the store. Wow. And uh, it is our plan sometime here, um, uh, early summer, late spring, um, to have a delivery too in, in, in the general area. Um, so, you know, we're, we're gonna make it easy for customers to be able to get what they need. Um, but, you know, coming in here is a great experience. And, you know, if you need a conversation, you need some knowledge, like we mm-hmm. want you here. Yep. And uh, quite frankly, we just can't wait to meet you. Yeah, we're um, happy to spend time with people to come in. And, and the funny thing about that window is we will be one of the first places in Michigan to actually have that pre-order pickup window. Yeah, I was so. going to say, that is definitely the first I've heard of that. But, of course, I mean, the staff here is so awesome. Like, you wanna, yeah. you'd rather come in. Right. I mean, we want on, you to man. come yeah. in. But we yeah, understand if you're in a hurry, too, uh, <laughs> we can accommodate yeah. you. you. We want to be able to accommodate the grab and go. Yeah, right. we're all about spending time with people here. You I will never it. be rushed. I love it. And floor. if anybody's listening right now, I don't know if you can hear the background, but uh, Michael Jackson. 
I mean, you get good music too. That's I mean, right. what, what more do you need, guys? Thank you so much, Dom. John Babcock joining me here. Thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you, DC. We appreciate it. Appreciate you coming and taking the time, DC. Thank you so much as we are broadcasting out live at Prosper Cannabis Company out here in Constantine, Michigan. And of course, it's time to translate. I'm going to go ahead and replay an interview with the one and only hip hop artist, rapper Wiz Khalifa from my podcast last year. Of course, again, this is a re-release of the audio version of my video interview that I did with the one and only Wiz Khalifa. Happy 420. All right, let's do this. Let's do this, man. All right. So I want to talk about KK Wiz. I'm going to start off with that and we'll talk about. Uh, Rolling Papers, Saga, Khalifa, Hotbox, PFL, a little bit of everything, man. I'm a day one fan, so this is this is huge for me, man. I just want to appreciate you for this. I uh, no doubt appreciate you too, fool. We'll talk, man. All right, so let's let's start off with Khalifa joining the Music Vibes podcast, and we can't bring Wiz on without starting off talking about the KK. Yes, we're talking about the best strain. I was gonna say one of the best, but I got to get it right. The best strain in the yeah. world, and I believe. It's everywhere but Michigan. I try to get, I go to Michigan a lot. It's not in Michigan yet, but it's available, I believe, in California, Las Vegas. Go ahead, promote where everyone can get the KK, man, and, you know, promote exactly what y'all doing. Um, well, basically, it's something that I started branding a long time ago. So just due to how the weed laws have changed, um, I put it in different places. And the most recent thing that we've done, we've done a partnership with this company called Trite. And um, through them, that's what we're going to be expanding into different states and different areas. So it's not everywhere yet. It's just anywhere that Trike is available. And um, that's where Khalifa Kush products um, are currently being carried. Yeah, so I'm still, I think I heard you say this in one of your day-to-days or something, but like, what, what made you, you know, make this decision? Like, man, fuck it. I want to I get my own strength. Um, Khalifa Kush is just based off of my own personal taste and how I like my weed to make me feel. It's a really strong, gassy weed, so it smells good and it tastes good, but it also makes you feel really good. It keeps you up, um, keeps you motivated. It, you know, it adds to the party. It doesn't, it's not one of those things that brings you down and you're gonna be upset that you had it. You're gonna be really, really happy that you make a little bit of Khalifa cushion to your diet. Absolutely, and speaking of, you know, bringing it into your diet, I know part of your diet is working out each and every day. Um, you know, doing some MMA and you just, just partnered up with the PFL, man. That's huge. Right. MMA, it's huge. And I, I'm a personal big fan of MMA, UFC. My boy Adesanya lost his belt a couple of weeks ago. But I know you're big into it, too, man. Talk about the PFL. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, PFL gives people an alternative and another chance to just see a lot of different superstars, whether they're on the uh, up and coming or they done their thing before and they want to get back into it and cross over and try to compete again um it's really exciting it's for the fans and it's for the fighters and it's something that uh for me it only made sense to try to you know bring what i could bring to the game um to a company like the pfl yeah absolutely the future of sports and so any chance does khalifa ever get in the ring any chance there's always a chance (laughs) <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be huge. I know uh, Big Lon, I know I see him on Facebook a lot. He's in the fights and stuff. So Yeah, I mean, Lon, he already had his, he's had a couple stand-up fights. Breeze, you know, uh, I Breeze too? I've never seen him stop fighting. <laughs> and um, a couple of the other people in the gang, we all getting sharp as well. So you never know. That's what's up, man. And I know, I know another thing you got right now that, admittedly, I ain't got to try it yet because it's not available in my area. I know I'm located in Indiana. So I know it is in Indianapolis. I did see that you got Hotbox Indianapolis, you know, your new food. I see the, the flyers and the Instagram be looking bomb. Uh, but go ahead and promote Hotbox, too. Yeah, so Hotbox is basically a delivery-only company that I started during the pandemic. Um, it was something that gave us an opportunity to um, get some food out there and provide opportunities for other people Uh because a lot of the kitchens were closing, so we were able to use half of the kitchens for the restaurants to, uh, to you know, cook our recipes and deliver out of there. So it was a win-win for a lot of people, and it still is a great situation because um, through that, <clears throat> you know, we were able to expand into a lot of different uh, cities and states and, you know, sell hot box the exact same way. So um, we're booming. We're moving. The menu's always developing. 
people love it. I only hear great stuff about it. I eat it myself when we're at the studio or video shoots and shit. If I if I get a fucking chance to, <clears throat> that shit's usually gone. But yeah, man, it's it's really fun having a business like that and um and being involved and even the people who uh who who came to me with the idea. Um, I'm just really, really thankful that we were able to do it in the time that we did. And yeah, that idea was absolutely genius. Like you said, restaurants yeah. closing down, everybody can't go out, everyone's ordering, you know, delivery, delivered to the crib. And, you know, that's huge. So I definitely I gotta try some. I know that's one thing I gotta yeah. get. So let me know. Let me know what your favorite thing on the menu is. Oh uh, man, it's wings all day, man. Let me get some let me get some chicken wings. Oh, the wings is fire then. Yeah, they look fire. These wings. <laughs> so Okay, what's the Wiz Khalifa special then at Hotbox? What's your favorite? Uh, the Taylor Gang Turkey Burger, uh, but we moved that. So now, I think of the the fully loaded bowl. It's like mac and cheese, chicken, and tater tots, like all together. It's really, really good. That, um, yeah, there's a couple things, man. It shifts because, like I said, the menu's changing due to uh, people's personal preferences. So everything that comes off of there is, is is fire, especially when you get stoned too. Absolutely, no. for the munchies, man. Just go yeah. to the Hotbox app, order the food. It's perfect. It's perfect. So Hotbox, that now. So you talked a lot about the pandemic. Now coming from a fan myself, that I've caught literally every single. This isn't exaggeration. I think Will knows this, but I've caught every live show since 2014. Damn. Every time you came to Indy, so someone like I know you big with the tours. I know that's huge for you. Like, how have you adapted to this, man? No, t- no concerts, no nothing, man. Um, you know, to me, it's just like it's like being on the road where you got to kind of just stay focused and keep your head straight. So um, it's just the same mentality. Uh, I really enjoy being at home with my son and spending time with him and kicking it with his friends. And, you know, baseball season starting back up. So I'm able to do all of that stuff. And, um, you know, he's eight years old. So it's like really, really bonding time so i use that you know i take advantage of that and um you know i'll get back to touring when it's time to i still got the heat got a lot of new music on the way got some some music that we dropped during the the pandemic that um you know gained some views and stuff like that so to be able to go out on the road and present that in a new way as well as hit them with the classics and then you know have new music on the way too I think it just puts me in a perfect position to, uh, you know, just get back right where I get started, right where I left off. Absolutely, yeah. Just, just saying though, as from a fan's perspective, people starting to announce shows again. So, you announce some shows. Let let me know. Hey, we don't want to do it when it's right. <laughs> we don't want we don't want the we don't want the wrong types of shows. That's true. We don't want anything to happen to anybody at the shows. Yeah, so that's the main thing: safety first. That's Everybody true. get what they need, taken care of. And then we'll get back to normal as soon as we know that's really normal. That's right. And, you know, before we talk about the music, of course, I've been in tune with everything you've been dropping. Uh, just have to, you know, kind of relate to you. Um, you know, that's part of the reason I'm a huge fan of yours. We kind of grew up around the same time, like the same age range. So, like, me becoming a father around the same time that you did, I actually have a daughter downstairs that just turned eight today. So, mm-hmm. oh, congratulations, man. So I have you back in front of me. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, so turning eight today, I got a boy that's nine. So that, that's a lot that I relate to as well. And my son plays baseball. So that's. Yeah, being a dad is, is super fun. It's, it's, it's the shit. It's the shit, man. And um, so talked a lot about, you know, the music that you've dropped, you know, this past couple of years and throughout the pandemic. Uh, I want to start with Saga Khalifa. <laughs> Now I'm bossed up, put my name on the property 
if it ain't getting money, you can skip that. Big bag, I want a big bag. Put you in a two seater, let you kick back. I'm still with. Got, got, got me in that mood. How they hating when they know that I'm that dude? I hear they hating cause they know I got the juice. Uh huh. They like, oh, they watching how I move. Motherfuckers, they be acting like we cool. I'm just kind of disappointed that a lot of people, like I talked to a lot of uh, you know other people in the industry. I thought it was fire all the way through, man. I thought there was just so many bangers, um, and I wanted I wanted to give you the floor because you had a deluxe version too. That yeah, you, like repushed it. But just for anyone that hasn't heard it yet, talk about Saga Khalifa. Yeah, I feel like it served its purpose. Uh, I was just trying to get a couple songs out there, fill things out, and um, it was it was really like a tempo that I was trying to do. It was like going into the summer, and it would have made a lot more sense if we were able to you know be able to actually enjoy the summer mm-hmm. but um you know that experience got cut short but like i said i'm looking forward to you know performing that stuff live like for the fans and getting a lot of the footage and stuff like that because i know that that's gonna really be the classic material that uh that pushes it over the top <clears throat> it's not gonna be like you know anybody's reaction or their review on it i don't really ever move off of that I always go off of the reaction to fans and, you know, when I'm in their face, I can always tell. So when I get back out there and in front of everybody's face, I feel like everything will make sense. And just moving forward, um, like I said, that project served its purpose. So uh, with the music that I'm working on now, I just wanted to uh, hopefully, you know, everything goes right. Just kind of, you know, pick up where that left off and it'll start to make more and more sense when, uh, you know, when it comes together. Yeah, but I, I, I'm still enjoying, you know, making music and shooting videos, creating visuals and doing little side projects and stuff like that. It's just, it's really all about creating for me. That's right. And talk, talking about creating, I've seen in the behind the cam videos, you do release those behind the cam videos, like kind of like short documentaries. And I've seen the production of Millions. They had an A Boogie with the hoodie. Man, right. just talk about that whole process. I thought that was dope in case anybody didn't see it. Yeah, it's fun for me to uh, just be in the studio and make music. Uh, you'll see on a lot of more of my material coming up, uh, me giving, you know, a, another look at, you know, my creative process and stuff like that, because I do feel like that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, just the timing of it for me is everything. So, uh, with me getting ready to do all of this stuff and still having stuff that I've in, that's in the bag from before just picking out the perfect time for everything that, that worked out good because I knew I was setting up certain things so when that record came together I always was I always loved that one there's just certain songs you just love them to death when you do them like, like you always say when you make that face yeah you know it's over yeah, that, that one that one that one, that one stuck with everybody <laughs> yeah that's yeah. some good stuff and one of course that stuck with everyone going back I can't believe it but 10 years ago Rolling papers came out. Two up every night, you seen the same thing. Money wall to wall, young famous nigga. Spend it all when you die, you can't take it with you. Bottle of rose if I'm drinking with you. Cause most niggas broke, they bank is injured. Them bitches gon' ride with who they think's a winner. And I'll be smiling in case they take a picture. Uh, I'm smoking weed, drinking liquor, make a hundred off the show and spend it all on my niggas. When I go shopping, I tell them pick one Cause they was with me when nobody seen the vision Always about my business, don't play the cards I talk to the niggas who deal them Uh, girl flush Now look up the niggas and baby girl you'll see us I'm yeah. gonna spend it all I wait for another day I'ma take all this money I owe And blow it all away Cause I can't take it when I'm gone Go, 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 go. No, I can't take flies first of all i mean you were there i mean just tell me just travel back a little bit let's hit that time machine button to back when you're making rolling papers you're in the studio i know there's a lot you know behind the scenes that was going on back then but just kind of tell me about your mindset approaching the rolling paper um it was more just me uh knowing that i was coming from like a mixtape standpoint and then uh being really focused on uh just trying to make some bangers for an album like a really really good um like a good studio album but still had integrity though i didn't want to give up the the underground feel 
So it was um, it was a lot. It was going back and forth with the label, of course, because the first single was Black and Yellow. to get people to believe in it but it was just one of those things that you know it happened on its own it wasn't it wasn't seen from the gate so just with knowing that and having to you know be creative and still be witty on the business end mm-hmm. uh, i learned a lot from that process of making rolling papers uh i made it i learned a lot from like fan reaction and stuff like that <clears throat> because at the time when i made it some some people really wasn't their favorite project of mine. And um, I was able to deal with that because later on down the line, a lot of people would come to me and just tell me how many important decisions that project helped them make in life. That's right. And I was like, wow, that's even, you know, better. That's even more important to me. It's like, if, if it can help you get through a certain time, you can feel the music. You know, there's tons of music that you could just enjoy and go out and party to. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you could tap into and it's going to help you out, uh, I really feel like I did my job creatively. So as time went on, you know, I think it became more and more of a classic and more and more of a stamp in uh, my career. So, and now we're here 10 years later and um, I got, I dropped Rolling Papers 2, which is uh, another one of my favorite projects. And I feel like in time it's gonna set in, especially after the tour we did, the merch we did, everything, like that was a good time. So we're just gonna keep going and keep building on top of the legacy. Yep, that was the last show I went to two years ago. You were performing, so every, performing everything on it. Yeah. That's my favorite tour. I mean, it, it was the last tour, but it was my favorite one. Like, that shit was crazy. That's, it was, um, man. It was. Yeah. And I heard you say in an interview once, and I want to I want to get into this. So everybody from Indiana listening right now is going to enjoy this. So if I heard wrong, I heard you say in an interview once that Indianapolis was one of your favorite places to perform. Indiana, nah, you, Indiana. That's, that's the truth. So, so what makes what makes Indianapolis so popular? It was always one of the first places I went to, just as far as like the college crowd <clears throat> and just the energy there. Y'all are turned up. Y'all love to party. Y'all don't hold back. It's just turned the fuck up. It's crazy. I could do a freestyle on stage and y'all would go crazy too. I swear. It's not just because it's me. It's just because y'all just be ready. Like if the shit's fire, y'all gonna go up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I remember hearing that in an interview. So yeah, had to give had to give a little Indiana love. And, oh yeah, always one of my favorite spots. Best best energy, you know, other than like hometown and you know what I'm saying. There's a couple other places that are dope, but y'all get the the cake. When we find out we coming there on tour, we're always excited. Especially me and Will, we're like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. No doubt. So Cushion Orange Juice goes down. I mean, this ain't this ain't nothing new. One of the best mixtapes of all time, like hands down. Um, obviously, it's been, I think we're celebrating the anniversary of that a couple of weeks ago. 11 uh-huh. year, not 10 year, 11 year. So that goes back another year prior, prior to Rolling Papers. So Cushion Orange Juice, I got to know. When you when you were making that in the studio, and I know that's early, I mean, kind of early Wiz days, Wiz career. Did you know exactly what you had in this studio when you was making Cushion Orange Juice? Sucker free. That's why the niggas you be with talk down like they don't fuck with me. I get money realistically. And the homies show me love. Goopies wanna lead a club with me. Ain't nothing to a G. Let your hair blow in the breeze. Want some bomb ass weed. Get high, cruise at a jet speed. Do it like I do it for TV. 675 Damier LVs. Seven something with tax. And when I'm on the plane, got to carry on the match. Nigga, that's flash shit. Tryna peep game, little homie, just watch this. <laughs> Champagne in my cockpit. Talking about you got a man, mommy, just stop it, please. As we proceed to give you what you need to roll on your sleeve. Yeah, totally. Uh, for me, it was just uh, kind of 
just going left of what I already had done because I was planning on doing two different ones. I was going to do Cabin Fever, which I did as pushing oranges. So Cabin Fever was going to be the turned up. I mean, the gangster kind of shit. And then pushing oranges was going to be a laid back, cool, smooth shit. And I mean, I was able to drop both and get a great reception from both. And um, yeah, I mean, it kind of just worked out how, how I thought it would, where people were able to separate the two and kind of gravitate towards what they what they wanted the most at that time. And <clears throat> that's what my original idea was. And, you know, for me, Cushion Orange was probably like my ninth or tenth project that I had released. So I had been in the game for a minute. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, I was messing with a lot of different sounds. And of course, I had met Currency at the time. And we kind of wrote our own code and it was like things that we wanted to live by and that we wanted to preach and that we wanted to, you know, basically it was, I mean, it still is, but it's like, it's the rules to how we came up. And um, I think a lot of people identify with that at the time. And we were able to, you know, put that out through the music and the visuals and his projects are consistent. My projects and mixtapes are always consistent because, you know, even with, Cushion Origins, there's How Fly, there's Taylor Alderdice, there's Cabin Fever, there's a lot of different, there's even 28 Grams, which is a lot of people, you know, different moments for different people. Mm-hmm. And the currency has his own, you know, huge catalog. Mm-hmm. So we just try to keep it consistent. But I think for most people, Cushion Origins was that moment where they were like, all right, cool, I'm on board. Well, for me, it was Flight School. Uh, yeah, flight was- School came out before that. Yep. Um, and the first, actually, no deal or no deal. It was deal or no deal. Cause this plane, high school. Yeah, this plane was the first song of yours I ever heard. So it was deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Was, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's taking it back even further. Um, so, yeah, we got we got to talk about the new stuff. So you just released a new mixtape as well uh, that I've been enjoying for a while. Um, so can you tease anything coming up? I know you said you're working on a lot. Um, can you tease yeah. what you got working on right now? My main focus is my album. Um, if I end up dropping some music in between there, then I'll let people know. But yeah, I'm really, really focused on the album and <clears throat> putting some music on the radio and right. just doing it, doing it all the way so it could, you know, I could fully experience this year the way that I want to. So if some music ends up happening in between, cool. But the main focus is really the, you know, the album. Can't wait. No, I can't wait. So I want to talk also before we even before we get out of here and stuff. I want to talk about your acting. Um, Of course, you know you're multi talented. You got the music, but you're starting to. Everyone knows Mac and Devin go to high school. Mm -hmm. Movie going back with Snoop Dogg, but you're starting to step into a whole new lane now. I know you're in Duncanville, Um, Mr. Mitch. Yeah. And I think you're in another show as well. So for the audience that doesn't know yet, tell, you know, where can they hear Wiz on, on TV? Um, definitely on Fox, on Duncanville. We're in season two. It's about to come out. We're going to start working oh. on season three as well. Um, I play Mr. Mitch, like you said. Uh, that's a, It's an animated show. It's really, really funny and really cool. I play a character called Death on this show, uh, Dickinson, which is on Apple+. Plus. Right. Uh, me and Snoop were working on another movie. There's a lot of different TV things that um, that I'm in and out of. Um, so people just see it as it develops. And like you said, that's definitely something that I take serious. Mm-hmm. So the voiceovers, you'll hear me a lot doing that. And, um, you know, as the roles change and things happen, you'll see me all over the place. So it is what it is. Yeah, that's dope. And I, so I'm the program director for an R&B radio station here in Indiana, and you just so happen to have some singer songs, some songs where you're singing on, so I wanted to put you on the spot a little bit. As okay. I, got, I got my top three Wiz R&B songs. Okay. All right, so my number one is Up. Don't 
this feeling But you got me feeling Cause every time I try to leave I'm right back again Yeah And I ain't going nowhere You got me walking on the ceiling <laughs> So when the times get hard And at night you're all alone Oh I'll be the one you call Don't tell them where we might go And every time you look up, baby, I'm right there Flying in the air, so let all of your fears go We never spend the night low We go up, 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 up We go up, up that's number one. That's Evan Campbell sample. Got me. All right. So number two, I got late night messages. Okay. Two. And then number three, you got to take it back to Black Hollywood. I got promises. There you go. So are, are those your favorites or you got another list for me? It's got to be up, promises. And what was the other one that you said? I had late night messages. Late night messages. You know your work You threw it searching round You know what you deserve He put you through some wild shit That ain't me You know what I'm about You get just what you see Ain't got no time for discussion Trying to get into something Shorty hitting my phone Saying she needed, she wanted At the house all alone Ain't trying to be in the public When I leave, say she still feel me in her stomach She gon' tell you she love you But she be with the kid We get it poppin' Send a message like you leaving the crib Like the smoke when I drive Roll some weed then I dip Before I come through, she in the bed And once I get over there, keep it going, don't stop You show me how much you love it when you get on top Your man's coming home, so we gon' keep the door locked Been smoking and drinking this liquor, now we both hot We fuckin' like we tryna catch feelings Got you bangin' on the walls, girl, you shaking up the building Baby girl, tell me what the deal is Ain't nothing like the mother guys, you fuckin' with the realest Young Wiz Messages. I was rapping on there a little bit, a lot. I go with that one though. I go with that list because I really. Oh no, incense. Oh, 28 grams. 
Yeah, oh. instance. Chopped and screw one crazy. Yeah, yeah. I got that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you gotta use the main sense. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yep. See, that's why. That's why I had to get you. No, it's all good. Now we just share. It, you know what yeah. I mean? Got you. you. Needed that one. You needed that. That's perfect. That's perfect. So, of course, you know, there's a lot to celebrate right now. I mean, you got 10 year rolling papers. You got 11 cushion orange juice. I mean, man, you know, just being someone that's listened to you, like I said, since Dealer No Deal, you were out before that too. Like, admittedly, you had work before that. But you know, it's just come. It's coming along. I mean, it's. And I'm just excited Thank to hear you. what you got next. I really am. You know, you're just taking sure. taking Taylor Gang. And, of course, you got Taylor Gang. You know, talk about, you know, the rest of Taylor Gang, too. What's everybody else working on right yeah. now? Yeah, we got Fed the God. He's doing his thing. Uh, he's just dropping videos left and right. KH is dropping a ton of material. Chevy just dropped some heat. Deji just dropped his project. Sosa Man dropped his, and he got another one on the way. Um, yeah, so we're just going to keep doing that. We got a full Taylor Gang album that we're going to be putting out this year as well. So everybody should watch out for that and all the visuals and things like that. And uh, yeah, I appreciate the love. Of course, we love you back. I can't wait to get out there and come see you, bro. Sounds good, man. I'll be looking for that Indiana date or Michigan, anything around the Midwest. I'll bring the KK so you can have a real thing. Set it up. I haven't had it, so hey, let's do that. I got you. All right, man. Take care. Peace and love. All right. Thanks, Wes. Take care. Really enjoyed that one. That was definitely a milestone and bittersweet moment for me as I got to interview my personal favorite hip hop artist of all time, Wiz Khalifa. And I get to see him in a couple of weeks out in California at the Smokers Club Festival. I'll be out there covering for Billboard. Now it's time to translate and wrap things on up and talk about the best stoner songs as people are celebrating 420. My buddy Dan Epstein of Rolling Stone Magazine coming right up. Hey, this is DC Hendricks. How you doing? DC, what's happening, man? <laughs> I'm doing real good. How you doing today? Good to talk to you. Good to catch up. Yeah, great, great to hear your your dulcet tones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just hanging in there. You know, all all kinds of craziness uh, popping right and left, but I'm uh, trying to maintain. I hear you. I hear you. And it's a 420, so that's pretty much all we're doing here on this. <laughs> we're, uh, ma- we're maintaining. We're we're, we're maintaining. Um, that's that's the new. Uh, that's the new uh, verb that we're going to describe with with 420, um, especially in our <laughs> especially in our line of work. But Dan, it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by you today. I need your expertise on some music, and you're always the go to guy. So appreciate you coming on. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me, as always. Yeah. So it's 420, and I'm doing a little research because I want to talk about stoner songs. Now I do got a playlist yeah. on Spotify that is in the description if anybody wants to check it out. It's called Happy 420. And of course, it's a celebration of what's pretty much become a national holiday at this point. But I was doing a little research. <laughs> I was doing a little research, you know, just looking up, you know, who who else wrote about, you know, some of the best stoner songs, you know. And I'm just kind of trying to find some songs that I don't already have because I already have like five hours worth of stoner music. So um, that's a really long session. Um, I, I don't advise. That's a pretty long session. Unless you're like Snoop Dogg or Wiz Khalifa or George Clinton, I don't advise that long. But you got plenty to choose from. But anyway, I was just curious to see who else was crazy enough to write about um, some of the best stoner songs. And I came across an article that is also in the description from Rolling Stone. And I see in the bylines, one of the authors on the article is the one and only Dan Epstein. So is that correct? Is that, do <laughs> that I got is, the that right is, one? That is me. That is, I am the right one. I, <laughs> I, uh, I contributed several blurbs to that article, although... I can't actually remember which ones, which which may or may not have something to do with the topic uh, at hand. <laughs> too much maintaining. Um, exactly. But yeah, so let's let's dig into the article a little bit. So let's talk about what you do remember. So obviously, like when I bring up, because you know, it, you know, obviously cannabis is just taking a completely different toll on the entire world. You know, people different have different views of it now than they did back in the day. I mean, now it's literally considered medicine. You can. You know, in some places you can literally drive down the street to a, across the border. Um, it's legal in more more places in the United States. So, like, it, it's a lot different now. So, like, you know, and, and it's really crossed over into music in a big way because now you got, as I mentioned, like Snoop Dogg and George Clinton and Wiz Khalifa. A lot of their careers are pretty much 100% pro-cannabis. Um, you you yeah. pretty much don't see any of them without, you know, partaking in the maintaining category. 
Well, you know, I mean, obviously cannabis and music uh, uh, are, are things that, that, that go very well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I grew, you know, I'm a child of the 70s, so I grew up at a time when, you know, uh, like it was pretty common for maybe you didn't hear it as much in, um, in black music, but in rock, you know, white rock music, like it was kind of like a really re- considered a really rebellious thing to do to, to, to sing about weed. And, uh, and, you know, it, and, you know, in retrospect, it's, it, it's kind of cheesy how, you know, you know, there, there's, there's so many songs that I love from that period that are about weed, but like, I, you know, I kind of laugh at the same time because, you know, you listen to a song like smoking by Boston and, you know, the mm. boogie boogie tonight, mama, keep on token. It's just like, Ooh, that's mm. so radical, man. You know, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, where, where is like, um, you know, like compare with something like Rick James doing Mary Jane, which, mm. which, you know, was a little more, uh, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, it was a pretty obvious metaphor, but there was a little more art going on there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and it was a lot more playful. It wasn't just like, yeah, we're getting stoned, you know, <laughs> F the man, you know, the, it was more just like, you know, Mary Jane, the Rick James song was kind of all about like how it, you know, really, you know, smoking marijuana kind of like, you know, put an extra shine on his life and, and, and his day to day. And, uh, you know, plus that, like the groove to it, it, to that song is very, uh, uh, weed friendly, shall we say. It's like, like I would rather get high and listen to, you know, Rick James groove than I would like, you know, get high and listen to some, you know, you know, mainstream seventies rock band, uh, mm-hmm. thing about weed with, you know, the exception of course, being black Sabbath, sweet leaf, which is mm-hmm. one of the, the great uh, marijuana anthems, you know, but again, <laughs> like in part, it's so stupid, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, 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 you know, to, to, to say something, you know, to, to, to sing a line, like, I love you sweet leaf, though you can't hear. I mean, that's, that's like, you know, this, this, the, the, you know, that's, that's like even lower than like, you know, have you ever looked at the back of your hand, man, type of uh, <laughs> stoner thinking it's like, well, man, you know, I can say I love, I can say I love you to, to marijuana, but it can't hear me, man. <laughs> so, uh, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I love it. So of course it is a great riff to it, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, so, so much, so much, so many weed songs are just, you know, again, it's like, like I, I, I like them more because they're, you know, kind of dumb than, than they, in a funny way than, than like, like, Oh, this really, you know, uh, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm so behind what they're saying. Out broadcasting live 621 industrial drive in Constantine, Michigan at the prosper cannabis company in celebration of 420 and, um, you know, obviously got to talk to some of the owners here at this cannabis company early on, and they're big Grateful Dead fans. Um, I know Dom, my, <laughs> really? buddy, my buddy Dom is a big Grateful Dead fan. So, I mean, that's another group that you could go to a lot of different songs in their in their discography as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I mean, it, it's it's a. You know, I, I, to be honest, I'm not the hugest Dead fan, and, and you know, and 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 I think you know, in 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 America, especially in like you know, white rock music circles, like you know, there's that that whole thing of like the Dead culture mixed up with weed culture, and you know, and and frankly, it's it was always kind of off-putting to me. I mean, I grew I grew up with hippies, and and you know, and and like they. <laughs> Like it, they actually like I didn't start smoking weed until I was in college because I was so like put off by the whole 70s America hippie scene and the dead scene and, and all that. It's, it, you know, uh, you know, and I remember like oh, some friends of mine went to college ahead of me and like they came back as pot smokers. I was like, oh, man, what are you guys doing? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, you go to college, you, you'll smoke weed, too. And I was like, yeah, OK. Maybe I will, but I'm, but but I'm not gonna smoke out of a bong because that means you're hardcore. And then of course a week into uh, freshman year, um, you know, <laughs> my interest in in weed songs is 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 less. You know, I'm less into the mainstream stuff. I really like there's 
like if you look back into like 1930s jazz and and you know I you know I I don't think they even called it rhythm and blues back then, but mm-hmm. you know, basically what it was. I mean, there's a lot of great songs about um, uh, about weed uh, from you know, from people like Fats Waller and Cats and the Fiddle and you know, guys like that. And, um, you know, and some of it's kind of coded, like Cats and the Fiddle had a, uh, had a song called Till and Jive, which is, you know, you look at the lyrics, it's pretty obvious what they're singing about, but, um, but like the title itself, you know, wouldn't mean anything to, to somebody here in, you know, 2022. And, um, Fats Waller had a great song called, uh, If You're a Viper, which <laughs> basically is like, if you're, uh, if, you know, if you're a, a weed smoker, I mean, but again, like the opening line is I dreamed about a reefer five feet tall or five <laughs> feet long. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty clear, you know, if, if you dig a little into where, where they're going with it. And, and the music is really cool. And it's, it's, and I enjoy listening to that because it, it kind of, you know, it, it's, it's a nice change from like what we think of as like, mm-hmm. you know, weed music now. Yeah, and obviously Fast Waller definitely has to go down as, I mean, probably one of the early, you know, advocates of it, of promoting it. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But there's, but I think we all can agree that there's one man that pretty much brought it to the forefront more than anyone else. And pretty much, I would say, the number one artist of all time that is associated with it. And I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. That's the one and only Bob Marley. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember um, <laughs> I asked, I was probably like, 13 and I asked for a Bob Marley record for Christmas and my aunt got me the my aunt got me the Kaya record ah. and like you know and and the back cover has this like huge burning joint <laughs> image on the back and I don't think she had any idea what she was giving me but but I, I looked at that and it was like yeah that's, that's pretty dope um so uh yeah and and that song i mean is kaya is really like uh mm-hmm. you know pretty straightforward uh ode to uh to getting baked mm-hmm. and uh under pretty much any circumstances but yeah bob marley definitely has to go down as one of the you know most important pioneers in music when it comes to correlating music and marijuana use um but you know I, as i mentioned you know george clinton rick james but you got to go to the 60s as well, late 60s, and look no further than my main man, Jimi Hendrix, as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, um, and obviously the Beatles were, uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, had, had, I mean, got to get you into my life, which, uh, you know, sounds like a love song, and it is, but it's a, it's a love song to, to marijuana. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, there, were, there were a lot of... Uh, um, you know, a lot of references kind of slipping in and out of, uh, of sixties pop and rock and, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy certainly was no, no stranger, uh, to weed and, you know, and acid of course, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the, the consciousness was definitely, uh, definitely, uh, a part of his music. Okay. So there's obviously some great stoner songs, but I have one that I think is the absolute worst stoner song of all time and i'm assuming i'm assuming that this man spent the six hours listening to my playlist and was getting baked the entire time and then came up with this song um in that process because it was just and the song i'm talking about some people are a fan of it but i just have never been a fan of this song i remember hearing it on the radio and i'm like what in the hell is this um it's afro man because i got high you ever heard that (laughs) Oh yeah, Good no. Lord. I mean, man, that, that that was huge when it came out, and and you know he, I mean he, it's a it's a it's a stupid song, but I mean <laughs> he, he was able to parlay that into a career. You know, the, he even did a Christmas record, <laughs> and the Christmas record, you know, is of course all about getting high, and uh, but on Christmas. Good God, what a terrible yeah. song! It's just yeah, I, I just I remember. Think... And ad- admittedly, and I'm probably going to catch a lot of heat for this since I just said it's the worst song. It still is on my playlist because yeah, I feel uh, like it has to be right. Right, right. Because you know somebody would be like, "Well, where's Afro Man?" Right. It's, it's exactly. a hot playlist. What, what are you doing? Uh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that that thing we did for Rolling Stone. I mean, like the, there were several songs I suggested for that list that did not make it because they were not, you know, they, they may have been better songs than Afro Man's, but they were not, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, 
uh, as mainstream or as well known today as 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 Afroman would be. I mean, uh, uh, one of um, I mean, what one favorite is is uh, a, a song called uh, Cannabis, or in French, Cannabis, uh, by ah. Serge Gainsbourg, who was a big uh, a big French. Uh, kind of controversial uh, singer and songwriter in the 60s and 70s. And it's just uh, like, I think it's, I think you can probably find it on Spotify. And it's, I have no idea what he's saying because I can't speak (laughs) French, but he's, but it's all in this very sort of like hushed kind of kind of uh, voice and or a great, a great groove, like kind of uh, early, almost like pre Thin Lizzy dual lead guitars and, Mm and like um uh like harpsichord and uh it's kind of kind of a film soundtrack sort of thing but like he just it 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 always conjures up this picture for me of like of of Serge Gainsbourg as a vampire but instead of looking for blood he's looking for pot to smoke and he's busting into your busting into your house late at night to rummage through your drawer <laughs> looking for your stash <laughs> This song, I, I don't know if you've heard this, and you might actually think it's worse than Afro Man. Uh, but uh, I, have you ever heard Neil Diamond's "The Pot Smoker" song? The Pot Smoker, yes. What's, what's wrong with that one? <laughs> well, well, for one thing, it, it pretty you know it, it's interspersed with all these weird kind of like uh, talking segments, like interview <laughs> segments with 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 former drug addicts, all of whom are basically like like the whole message of the song is that like like pot leads to harder stuff, which ah. as we know is, is, you know, false. Yeah. Very. And, uh, but, but, you know, but like, there's this one guy who's like, yeah, I started out smoking a bag of pot. And then, uh, you know, two months later I was shooting acid into my spine. <laughs> like, like, okay, first of all, who shoots acid into their, who shoots acid period, right. listen to your spine. And, you know, I, I've, look, I've, been smoking pot on and off for 40 years mm-hmm. and 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 i've never once had the uh that never led me to to you know anything uh remotely like shooting acid <laughs> into my spine. i know there's this like infomercial that runs on our radio station and like as a program director like i almost want to take it out because it's so false but there's like this infomercial that runs and it's like a psa and it's, uh-huh. it's it's a weed PSA, and it's telling people that it's a it's a gateway to other drugs, and it's like right, it, that's such crap. Like man, this this joint is so good that it, it just makes me really want to shoot heroin right now. <laughs> like what the hell? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know. Plus, you know, weed is so strong these days. I mean, uh, you know, like this is old. Per- this is me as an old person talking. <laughs> it's like like I miss the days when like you could buy you know, an eighth or a quarter, you know, and, and you could, you know, kind of smoke a whole joint by yourself and like not be completely obliterated. It's like, <laughs> you know, now I can't smoke like more than, you know, a hit or two of, of, uh, of, of the new stuff without just, you know, winding up flat on my back on the couch. And it, it's, it's, that's not as enjoyable <laughs> of an experience for me as to have just kind of a, you know, I'll, a light buzz from some midwestern yeah. dirt weed thank you so much for coming on dan and obviously you know it is 420 so i want to put you on the spot a little bit so i want dan epstein's essential 420 songs can you give me a few songs that if you were making a, at least a playlist what would be the first few songs that you would pick on your 420 playlist mm, that's a, that's great well well uh kind of be by Serge Gainsbourg would definitely be on there. Uh-huh. Um, I would say Mary Jane, Rick James. Yes. Um, I would say, oh man, um, probably Neil Young's "Roll Another Number for the Road." Mm-hmm. Um, got to get got to get you into my life by the Beatles. Mm. Um, and you know, pot smoker song by Neil Diamond, just because, uh, you know, even, even though the message is whack, it's, it's, uh, it's a hilarious <laughs> song. So, you know, singing pot, pot, give me some pot. Um, you know, who, 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 who can't get behind that? That's right. I love it. So it's happy 420 for all those that partake. Thank you so much. And thanks to Dom and everybody that was joining us here at prosper. What a great environment out here. It's 420. 
and it's it's a celebration. It's almost a national holiday. But Dan, before I let you go, I, I gotta mm. I, I kind of want to ask you this, and I don't know if you've got to do this, but as you said, um, you know, you've been you know covering music and covering everything for a long time. Now I am I am covering my first music festival, okay. Oh, right on. I'm, I'm coming up. I'm covering my first music festival for Billboard, and it just so happens to be the Smokers Club Festival out in California. <laughs> so, it, it, any advice for me as I, uh, I guess, approach the uh, the outdoor maintaining? Wow, um, I I would say just make sure you've got a notepad and a working pen because. Uh, uh, don't expect to just remember everything that you're seeing. <laughs> At the very least, a definitely good contact buzz in the air. Yeah. At the smoke. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dan Epstein. Of course, we're talking to him today because of a fantastic article. You can scroll on down in the description, read this article um, for the best stoner songs that was in Rolling Stone. And Dan uh, penned some words on this article. And it's a great, it's great stuff. And Dan, always appreciate you for coming on. Always. I love having you. And we'll definitely do it again. Okay. Right on, my friend. Thanks so much. Thanks so much to Dan Epstein for joining us here on the Music Vibes podcast for talking the best stoner songs of all time. Happy 420 to everyone that partakes. What a great time. And I just love this celebration because it's the music. I love the music behind this celebration. And it's just another way to touch souls everywhere. It's just another way to branch out for artists. And they've been doing it for years. So much music celebrates this almost national holiday. And it was very key for me to talk about that today. Dan Epstein from Rolling Stone joining us. And of course, my good buddies right out here at Prosper Cannabis Company in Constantine, Michigan, Dom and John Babcock for joining me here on the Music Vibes podcast as well. And for having me out here broadcasting live out here in Constantine, Michigan. It's been an absolute blast, you guys. And hopefully you guys have now, by now, have subscribed, rated and reviewed this podcast. Go ahead, scroll on down and leave us a review. And also in the description, I got my playlist, my happy 420 playlist there for you, for you to enjoy and article in Rolling Stone that talks about the best stoner songs as well and all the details you need for Prosper Cannabis Company. It's been an absolute pleasure, you guys. Enjoy, and I'll talk to you next time. Peace and love. Time Travel with DC Hendrix on the Music Vibes Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media.